You're listening to the Seven Ball Breakfast Show with your host, Andy Clark, and his hangers on, Paul Ryan Alcock and Mandy Pellet. Music and news for South Gloucester. Yeah, of course, we say Mandy Pellet. And where is she? Well, she I, I think she thinks it's traditional to be late. No, I know. But then I think, is she coming or not? Well, no, well that's right. I mean, uh, is it fashionable to be late? I, I don't know. I think she's rude, personally. I think it's very rude. We haven't got Baz, neither. He's had to go to the Labour conference. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he's had to go. He's had to go. He's been summoned. Of course, you know that he doesn't... He hardly very very often mentions politics or anything. No, occasionally it does slip out, doesn't it? It, it does. Something political comes it out does. of his mouth. So, so he, he won't be listening then. Well, I don't know. It'd be great if he could dial in from the Labour conference, wouldn't Yeah, it? can he get um, somebody famous on? I don't know. That'd <laughs> be great, wouldn't it? Hey, here, Ed! 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 <laughs> Ed! <laughs> so, um, so the Chuckle Brothers have been split up this they week. have they've been split it's just me and you it's got the chuck which means we'll get more in yes we'll get more in to say <laughs> indeed we got uh, we've got news coming up later we're going to talk about ios 7 oh we got a bit from the bbc on that as well we've got a piece a uh, little piece we can hear on that alison moyer new songs from lydia baylis mark holt Sherrock, and mcmahon's and of course we say that now and you know we won't play any of we them we won't get around to that will no, we? we it's too much talking uh, as long as lot of as well as that, we've got a newspaper review, bits of news, bits of weather and stuff. So what have you been doing, Paulie boy? Oh, busy week. Have busy you? week. Um, got, glad it's Friday. Had a good game of five-a-side football last night. Do you still play it? I do. Really? I know. It's amazing, isn't it? I don't know how you do Incredible. that. Incredible. Incredible. Scored a few goals. Did you? Yeah, I ache a bit today, though. Do they let you do that? Yeah, they'll that stand back. Let the old bloke through. <laughs> let the old bloke through. <laughs> <laughs> and then we had, had a lovely lads evening in. Oh, mate. Just you and George the boy. George and me. Excellent. Oh, he's listening this morning. Here she is. Here she is. <laughs> oh, she'll ring the bell as well. Oh, she ring the door, not the door. <sighs> so I have to say hello to George. Hello, George. I was trying to get him to Skype in, and we were going to play his little song that he did for you, but he he was scared. Why doesn't he ring us on He's the telephonic shy. access device? He's shy. He's shy. George, shy. Anyway, we had a lovely lads' night in. Um, so when he'd done all his homework and everything else, we sat down on the sofa and we had some chocolate and we watched Red Dwarf. Oh, which one? Um, all the of series them. ten. We're oh. working our way through them. Mandy's just rung the doorbell. Yeah. Seriously. What she's better to do. Hang on. Hang on a minute. Just, put, just press the pause button. Shall I go she, and let her yeah, in? Yeah, go and let her Hang in. Hang on then. Oh. What's she doing now? What is she like? Well, I'm going to talk to you now. So, welcome to Andy Clark FM. Uh, she has really, she has really pressed the doorbell. Oh, uh, I'm, I'm just... <laughs> yeah, hang on. Just, let's just stop everything. Right, we stopped That's everything. Fine. She's here. She's here. Are you doing, I love? Know. You are. Oh, he said he won't come in because you were coming. Well, let me bring you up. I understand. No, he said he's, he's off. He's, you know, he never ever ever talks about politics. No, you know, he never. <laughs> you know, like the way you laughed then. Um, well, he's gone to the Labour conference. Oh, oh gosh, yeah, in Brighton. In can, Brighton. can we just get seaside? Yeah. Can, can we get something straight there, man? If you're late. Mm. Why don't you just come in? You ring, ring like the bell out to, to stop. I have to take my headphones I off. I like to just walk in. Right. Why, in case we're up to something? Right. Like, ah! Oh, he's <laughs> fallen over the microphone now. I can tell you, it's not rude to walk in. Okay, I'll no. just walk You in have next permission time. from the landowner. I do land feel owner. a bit uncomfortable doing it sometimes. And like this morning when I came in, there was nobody to be seen. That's never happened, does it? Like it? a ghost house. Where were you? I got up it. I, I thought Andy had gone mad and killed everybody <laughs> in the night. And then was, <laughs> well, I did. Yeah, I was in that. I was. I was one of the door handles. <laughs> You're a tall handle and shiny. <laughs> oh, we're going to talk about that. He's writing a sequel, isn't he, Stephen King? Is he? What's he writing all about? Too? He's writing a, um, yeah, What Happens to the Little Boy? 
because apparently he was asked about it. It's been all over the news. Oh, does he become a man and kill everybody? Well, I don't know. He's writing at the moment. Red rum. That's it. Yeah, Is yeah, that what he says? Another, another big um, impression from Mandy. Yeah. Was that, red rum. Red rum. Selling sugar again, <laughs> I think. Selling sugar. He's got, he's got a bit of gravel in his throat. And he was also saying that he didn't like the Stanley Kubrick film. Which the Shining. One? Well, The Shining with Jack Nicholson. And, Why? Um, well, he thought it was a very cold film, apparently. I'm saying really knowledgeable, aren't I? I read aren't the I? Well, you are. book when I was 16, and it frightened me to death, but... Yeah. When you were a little girl. The film does end differently from the book. Yeah. The film is... I like the film. I thought Jack Nicholson was superb. He's brilliant, isn't it? Here's very scary. He's just... He's just scary. You can kind of almost watch him going slightly mad. It's like being in here for two hours with Andy yeah. in the morning. <laughs> watch him go slightly mad. I've got, um, I've got creosote on me, uh, jogging bottoms. If you can smell a really strange what smell... What time are you playing that? Uh, <laughs> it's <laughs> along with coming the banjo. Up, coming up after the nine o'clock news. I've got creosote on me, jogging bottoms. This is, you've got to write a song about that. <laughs> it's better than some of my lyrics. <laughs> um, yeah, so, uh, what have you been doing this week, then? Um, I've been mostly at work. Mostly? I've been at work, though. Mostly been at work. But, um, Thursday I had the day off. Oh. Because I had, I worked Sunday. And, oh, um, so works? I was booking appointments for the, um... Uh, business awards. Oh, the corporate video oh, that we're yeah. in. Fantastic. When when's it's that happening? It's looking good. It's start. It's um, the actual the bath ones are next Thursday. Are you going? No, I, I never go. You're not so allowed to. to. I, I think I am allowed to go, but we've got kids and it finishes late. And Does it after nine? Tim doesn't need me. <laughs> doesn't so Tim's going to have to get this video sorted out pretty sharpish, and if almost, it's next week, he's almost finished with that one. Has he? Yeah. So yeah, it's looking I'm really good. I'm really actually. looking forward to. Seeing that, there's I'm people there. have been the businesses and the sponsors have been really most of them. There's been a few that have said no, not interested. What? But most in, of them in what? Not interested in what? Being involved. Name, a, name them. Name them. We want to know no, the names. But they, they're mostly accountants. Oh, accountants. Oh. But was that after they heard my singing? But yeah, no. <laughs> but for the Gloucestershire one, Randall and Payne, who were the lead sponsors, were fantastic. Were they? What they did they were do? Really good. There was about six of them all stood in front of their new place at Chargrove House. Oh, fantastic. Wearing sunglasses and everything, and brilliant. really getting into it. Going for oh. it. They were brilliant. Great. They were really good. And we're, we're in it, aren't we? Yeah, we're in uh, it. He's not editing this out, is he? I've seen it. We're in there at the moment. Oh, oh at, the moment. at the moment. Are we looking? <laughs> are we looking good? We're looking hot. It's oh, what? It's, it's <laughs> in unexpected. Well, absolutely. In case, unless he gets um, Brian May, of course, and then we'll be at the door. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We can talk. Well, about him. No, we weren't horrible about Brian May. We just were. Um, it was the potentially offensive bit, wasn't it, that we were picking we up were on? We were picking up on that, but that wasn't the, that wasn't him, was no, it? No, that wasn't him. But no. we're going to talk about him later, because I'm he's... Gonna say, um, we're going to talk to him. Well, you obviously was... know, being the editor of the local oh. paper. Editor. <laughs> Sorry, sub-editor. <laughs> yeah. What is that? Is that like assistant manager? Well, it sort of varies. There's a, there's a pool of sub-editors. We basically just lay the pages out uh. and um, go to the journalist. Where's the story for page three? Oh, really? Yeah. You do the finger thing? Oh, I and could yeah. do that. And, um, yeah. I can I'm do not that. at that level yet. I just ask very nicely. I don't shout across the newsroom. Been, I'm sure that'll come. Oh, good, good, good. <laughs> I like that. I've been watching the uh, US Office. It's 146 episodes. Yeah, oh, it's the, first, the first series I hated. The second series, I, it's got better. And the, th- and the third series is awesome. Yeah. And I'm on that at the moment. And he keeps going on about being the assistant regional manager. And he says, no, you're the assistant to the regional manager, which is a big difference, isn't it? <laughs> you think your voice. Yeah, it is. The assistant to the regional manager or the assistant regional manager. No, it's a very different job. I better stop yeah, calling myself. assistant. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've been in London this week again for a change. I'd, oh, I've not talked to you about this. Have you seen his picture he put up? No. Oh, I haven't Ariana. had a chance to go on his social media He's been thing much this crawling week. around his new rock star mate, yeah. Ariana. Yeah, she, we, I'll tell you what, 
it's a real shame because we did it lastminute.com I emailed her and said we're in London I've put all your stuff up on, on the web uh, where are you playing this week so well obviously we're playing jazz after that Thursday night and I had uh, another engagement on Thursday night in London so I couldn't do that um, she said oh we're playing down the Pelican um, and I didn't know where it was so we got on the tube me and Julian who's the, the Welsh chap who, who does a jingle oh, for yeah, us yeah. so we got off we were walking down this thing and there was like where, where is this? And he went, I don't know. I don't know where we are. I said, nor do I. <laughs> he is well. Yeah. Um, and it said, it said on the sign, um, All Saints Road, and it said, Borough of, of, um, oh, uh, of Knightsbridge and Chelsea. I said, well, that's all right, isn't it? That's quite... Well, we were in Notting Hill, so, you know, that's quite nice. Is that nice. where All Saints come from? Didn't they name themselves I think after? they did, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. I think they did. So we went in the Pelican pub, and it was very much like a, a fairly... It was an old, an old London pub, um, but it's traditionally... It's been de-traditionalised, if you like, so it had, like, nice floor and stuff like that, and it was just really nice, and then it started filling up, and there was four acts on. There was one guy who did a load of covers of, um, uh, The Doors songs, Mm -hmm. and he did a few Rolling Stones, but he did it in a half-tempo, so... Whatever the original tempo was, he halved it. Oh, and my he, word. And he, he was very... And he, he sounded like the guy who did uh, the, the, the um, Crash Test Dummies. He sounded oh, just like that. Oh, I know, yeah. It was... Br- yeah. Are you all right? <laughs> <laughs> but it was brilliant. There's a seance going on in here, I think. <laughs> it, was, it was brilliant. And then... Um, it was just really good, and then we did that, and she said, "Keep in touch." So, does she does she recognise you when you come in? Because you'd met her before. Did oh yeah, she put her hand up when she was singing, doing uh, her point her, you know. And then you evil. put a picture of you <laughs> sprawled all over her. Well, no, is, do you think is she sprawled gonna, all over? Her? Is she going to? Is she listening? Well, she might be. I don't know. If, Oriana, if you listen, did he do anything inappropriate? Yeah. Did he say anything inappropriate? Did he? She's got a fantastic voice, though. Yeah, I, I mean, know. Honestly, I, love, I really, really love the stuff. Um, and then we had a, I had a, a, um, a work event on Thursday evening at All Bar One in New Oxford Street. And then when I got Such on the name when I got I on know. the tube with Julian, um, I had a tube-related incident. <laughs> Hang on, I saw I saw a video you put up of an empty tube. Oh, I did. Were you drunk? Yeah, I thought he was. <laughs> Can I just describe this? So he's obviously on the tube, drunk. There's no one else. I see this video appear on Twitter or whatever it was, and, uh, and it says, empty tube. And he's held the phone up, <laughs> and he's panning it round the empty tube, but uh, that, which is fine, but at the same time, he's singing a song which he's obviously making up as he's going on, going, there's nobody on the tube, there's nobody on the tube. <laughs> well, that, that was the night before, but the Thursday night incident was, so we basically got on, uh, we got on the tube, me and Julia, and it was really busy about seven o'clock. Club. It was still packed. There was somebody on the There was tube. a lot of people on the tube <laughs> at that point. And, um... I've nicked that, by the way. It's going to be the new monkey face single. Really, if you could, that's, can I be in it? <laughs> yeah. No, he says, no. Going underground. Exactly. The Andy Clark oh, version. Check that out. Yeah. So, we got on the tube, and uh, as it pulled away, it was so packed, there was no movement. You couldn't move. There were four German women. Uh, they sounded German. Rather, uh... Um, butch. Hairy. <laughs> can Shop I say large? I mean, that's a bit. Yeah, of... no, you can say large. Okay, there were there were four fairly large German women. <laughs> it was the women's shop butt team. In... Yeah. yeah, all right, love. <laughs> yeah, beards, pipes. <laughs> Sorry, if there's any Germans. Every, everything a man wants. Hairy chest, hairy legs. Yeah. Um, and as it pulled away, they fell back against me. Oh. I went to grab, and I because oh, I, I, yeah. I never really normally hold on to the the bar. Mm. Because I, uh, but anyway, I went to grab the bar, missed. Went to grab Julian, missed. Right, they fell back again. I fell back 
onto the lap of a bloke and a woman sat on the seat behind. Oh, my word. And they went, ugh. And then I fell off <laughs> onto the... With a personal contact in it. <laughs> no, no, I'm talking. No. Onto the floor, and these four women <laughs> fell on top of me. <laughs> As I got up, and this is very inappropriate... <laughs> This is very inappropriate. For a Saturday oh, morning at quarter past eight, I said to the one, I'm really sorry, but I think I just entered you. <laughs> you did not. And she went, that's okay. And then they turned around and they went, oh, we are really sorry. We are really sorry. And I said, that's fine. I said, they Dutch? Yeah, they were, they were, they were German. <laughs> and, they were, and they were German. Um, but no, they said... Uh, <laughs> The, the one said, oh, we're really sorry. I said, that's right, love. I said, that's the best offer I've had in a long time. <laughs> Me and Julian were just hysterical. Got off the tube, walking down uh, to get onto the Bakerloo line. Oh, man, it was so <laughs> funny. The thing is, nobody spoke. No. Nobody spoke. On the tube. This, there must no. have been probably 200 people in this one carriage. It was so many people. And they just all looked, and we all got up, and I was I was crying. I mean, and, and Julian said, oh, he said, I'd love to see what that the video footage looks like. <laughs> they also got the, um, yeah, CCTV. They got CCTV, so that might end up on one of these tube stories. But you fantastic. Crime watch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> for entering oh, a German. <laughs> for entering a German. But honestly, it Without was... Without a passport. Exactly. In a fence. Exactly. It was, but it was really funny. It was really Which funny. Which has been there. Yeah. Hysterical. <laughs> Yeah, indeed. Well, I, I can't. I can't compete with anything like that. No. I'm afraid. No, I've not had four fat German women fall on me. No, I'm, I'm trying to give it up because it gives me terrible wind. It's um, a good band name. Good it band is name. Four, four fat German women. Four fat German women. What's the acronym for that? F. There's four F- non-blondes. F F G W W F F G W. Four fat so German like a radio station. You heard it first on Seven FM. Should we play an advert break now? Oh, go on. Should we do that? Idea. We got some new. I said we got some new tracks coming up. We'll play. Uh, we'll play Katy Perry Roar after because she is number one. Uh, that was German impression. Very poor. Never, <laughs> ever, ever do it again. You're listening to the Seven Ball Breakfast Show with your host Andy Clark and his hangers-on Paul Ryan Alcock and Mandy Pellet. Music and news for South Gloucester. Harry next door is amazing. 79 and he's got a tool for everything. He cooks a cracking Sunday dinner for himself and he plays a mean game of cribbage. These days, there's only one thing he's not so good at, remembering to test his smoke alarms. So I go around and do it, while Harry finds the right screwdriver I've never got. If you know an older person, please, test their smoke alarms regularly. It could save their independence, and a lot more besides. Fire kills. You can prevent it. Change for Life is about making changes to be healthier, like getting our five a day. It's not hard. Often we're halfway there and don't realise it, like a banana in our cereal, glass of fruit juice at breakfast or veg in our soup. Even tinned, dried and frozen count. It's easy to be food smart. For tasty five a day ideas and recipes for cheap, healthier meals, search Change for Life online. To advertise on 7FM, email us at radio at 7FM.com.
Did she like that? Yeah. Oh, oh what's, yes. that? what's going on? Oh, what did what she call you? What was that at the end? I don't know. She sounds like she was on the toilet. <laughs> I thought it was Mandy speaking for a second. Yeah, it did sound like Mandy. Mandy. Oh, I haven't brought her up. I haven't brought you up, man. Hey, am no. I going to get the whip taken off me because I use I'm that sorry. S word? Yes. <laughs> you know what? Like yes. Godfrey. You did. He's oh, had his whip taken because he used yeah. the S word. Yeah, and, and, and he's lost now. No, it's good your Barry's not here. What's yeah. this? I don't get it. Oh, this in, was the yes, um, UKIP bloke. No, the UKIP bloke who made a joke about cleaning behind the fridges, women cleaning behind fridges. Them, and it he was called a women them, activist, wasn't it? A group of yeah. women activists. Oh, yeah. Get a life, love. And he said, he called them, it's not a swear word, is it? Slut. Which he reckons, <laughs> and he's pulled a face. That's not a swear word. No, I know, but it's not nice, is it? If you, no. if you said to somebody you're a slut, well, this is this Mandy. is exactly what happened. <laughs> no, I know you'd laugh it off, but deep inside you'd be crying, wouldn't you? He got into a lot of trouble because, but his defence was that his interpretation of the word is just someone who's dirty, as in you know not clean. Do you know we were talking about this? Um, me and Julian were talking about this in the week about uh, saying stuff. Uh, but not meaning what you say. You mean yeah. so when you say it, you mean something else. Yeah. But the person will take offence to it. Yeah. And it's almost like, would you have taken offence if you knew I meant this? Well, no. Well, that's what I meant. Yeah, but you said this, and I interpreted it as this. Therefore, that's a racist comment or a homophobic comment. Well, we were talking about humour, weren't we, the other week? And that's what we were saying. It's, everything can be offensive to somebody. Yeah, it but can. Yeah. It's to do with how you perceive it. I that mean, offends me. Some what of you the just stuff said. I say to you, and so, uh, we were talking. That's what we were talking about. Was it I'm me quite and you, rude then? to Perhaps Barry. Me and you. I was quite rude. I mean, I'm quite rude to Barry. Oh, no, I Bless love Barry. And he's quite sensitive, but he now he now knows to take it off you. But he know, I, well, I hope he knows. I, I just, I mean, and I. You mean every last word he gives it back <laughs> yeah, yeah i do think he's a oh, no no I won't. i'll stop i'll stop <laughs> just in case just in case yeah, just in case he's listening yeah which oh, he won't be he won't be because he's lazy if he's not on he don't listen he's at the sure. seaside he's at the seaside on holiday he's probably in the sea doing a couple of lengths of the channel <laughs> what barry yeah mm, i think you must be confusing him with another barry oh yeah sorry i am yeah I had a picture of him, I got, uh, not a mental picture, I should say, mm. of him in a pair of Swedo, Speedos. Swedos? <laughs> Swedos. <laughs> a that's pair not Veronica of, and, no. Yeah, that's, thank you. <laughs> in a pair of Speedos, covered in goose fat, oh, doing an early it. morning dip. <laughs> Being fried up on the piece. So. That's, that's the picture I have in my mind now. I think I you should think so. remove that picture from your mind. <laughs> yeah, you're quite right. I won't sleep tonight. You won't. You won't. Do you know we're going to be playing some 90s songs after the news? Excellent. So we're going to have a back-to-back, back-to-back on Radio 7 FM. Uh, Shaman. Oh, yeah. Bit of LSI. Yeah. Love, sex, and what's the I? Love, sex, intelligence. They check you out. Oh, God, I don't even know the song. You will, you will know it, yeah. (laughs) And then it's going to be back to back with Ebenezer Good. Of course, you're making. Anyone got any Vera's? You're making it all sound very. I don't think they'd be allowed to have that song now. No, they wouldn't. No. Wasn't it about shopping then? (laughs) You're making it sound like we're all Swiss radio back to back, but it's only so we can go and have a cup of coffee. It is! listen to the music though. and then we're going to play a classic which is ecuador by sash i mean that is just that is just don't know yeah, that oh come on you do all these songs <laughs> i'm rubbish with song titles and do you know why why because it all goes on my mp3 player yes. which gets plugged into my car radio uh-huh. and then i never read the album covers no i never read them anyway do you know what two cds came through for me for my uh, i had belated birthday presents go on um Jean-Michel Jarre. Ah. Equinox. JJM. No, JMM. Yeah. Z-J- as well. 
and mm. and the soundtrack to the War of the Worlds. Oh, oh fantastic! Which were two things that had just been missing from my collection for ages. That's yeah. Julian Watts face. It's actually it's the, new, it's the new one. The um, oh dear, I'll have to look it up. It's a new version because I went to see it in Cardiff oh. a couple of years ago. The musical. His and son. His son's remixed it, hasn't he? Yes, and I can't. Jeff Wayne's son. Yes. Um, Bruce. Is Richard Burton on it? <laughs> Richard Burton. Yes, they've used his, they've reused his voice. No one would have believed that in the first part of the 1920th century... Which part of the Indian subcontinent did he come from then, Richard Burton? <laughs> I don't know, he's Welsh, wasn't he? He is, he's got a lovely voice. He has. But at the end, when he says, um, well, he's dead, he's... N- yeah, but they've reused his voice, they've yeah, digitally mounted his voice. Who's the guy that has sort of become, uh, Richard Burton? He did, uh, Silence of the Lambs. Oh, oh um, yeah, he's like yeah. Richard, the, the new he's Richard Burton, but then he's nearly good. dead, isn't he? <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I think he's all right. <laughs> if he's listening, sorry. <laughs> How you feeling? Yeah, a bit of a cough. Get it checked out. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's, uh, he's, yeah, he's, he's all right. Yeah, but on the stage, but still they come on the musical. They, they, um, they, they proje- projected. I can't even say it. Projected Richard Burton's head. <laughs> onto the uh, onto a big screen, and th- that was the sort of backdrop. And when was that? Mm, a couple of years ago, I went to see it in Cardiff. Did you? A musical. Good. Sounds fantastic. Yeah. Good. Is it still going? Yeah, I think I, I believe so. Go. It was really good. It was really good. Ah, <sighs> so there you go. I, I think we're going to have to play another song already. Why? Well, because we just got quite a few to play today. Oh, you always ruin the show, don't <clears> you? <throat> so this, we're going to play a bit of Alison Moyer, actually. Are we? Uh, yeah, we're going to play this. This is a new This is a new song being released on the 14th of October. Alison Moyer is releasing the third single taken from her critically acclaimed album, uh, The Minutes. Changeling finds Alison's voice on strong and seductive form, a perfect reflection of this album's experimental, dramatic and boundary-pushing nature. Who were um, she's headlining tours from the 16th of uh, September and throughout October. Uh, the tour places the minutes centre stage and will also focus on the significant electronic material in her back catalogue. Ooh, doesn't that sound exciting, doesn't it? It does. So what we'll do is we'll play a bit of that now. And I've, it's quite good, actually. It's not traditional, as I would call traditional Alison Moyer. Back after this, 7FM. Paulie Boy, Manda Me. Radio, through my car window Make shapes, hellos that look like violence. We pull out and hear the traffic waltzes slow. Quick go, move over. You say, how does anybody get to work like this? Can anybody tell me this? Tell me, does it work like this? 
I like that. So I reckon that's got just about enough of what I would have said was sort of her in it. Yeah. Ba- based on having listened to her stuff from, you know, a long time ago when she was Alf. Yeah, she was. Um, that, you know, that sound, it sounds like Alison Moyer, but it's still, they, they've taken it on. It's different Definitely again. Definitely different. But that melody hook for me, when she was singing that where she goes falsetto. Yeah. Um, if women can go falsetto, oh, I'm sure they can. They um, have the cream put on there. <laughs> <laughs> they can, absolutely. They can get a falsetto. Reminded yeah. me of the, um, of the, um, the darkness, I believe, yeah. in a thing called love. It's, that's the hook. I'm sure that's the same melody hook. Yeah. But I, I like that. That's good. It's good, isn't it? That's yeah. good. It's very catchy, and I think if we're singing it in an hour's time, to me, yeah. like we were with Oriana's uh, yeah. song of the week, I mean, I think that's a good test, isn't it? So it's good enough she can come and sing at my next birthday she party. She can. That's, that's good enough for me. So would Monkey Face sing with Alison? Would, she, would they course. support Alison? Absolutely. Would they? they would, wouldn't they? Absolutely. Mm. Uh, without a shadow of a doubt. Excellent. Well, thank you for that, Heart Media. Thank you for sending it through. <laughs> Excellent. What else has been happening this week? Um, should we have a look at the news very quickly? Why not? Did you know that Hiroshami, uh, no, Hiroshi Yamachi, Yamachi? <laughs> no. <laughs> Did you know him? Anyway, moving on. Moving should we do on. the next one? <clears throat> Dave Smith from, uh, no, uh, Hiroshi, Hiroshi Yamauchi. That's him. Uh, he died. He was uh, mm. Mr. Nintendo oh. from 1949 to tw- 2002. It's incredible, isn't it? Did you know they actually started as well in 1889 making uh, playing cards? No, I didn't know that. And they went from that to producing, you know, one of the best get known games, Donkey Kong, stuff like that. Oh, I just love Donkey I Kong. I've got it on there. I've got oh, You yeah. can play it if you want. One day we'll just wheel you over there yeah. and you can play Donkey Kong. You can, was, do, was the sta- you can do the show and I'll just play Donkey Kong. <laughs> <laughs> was Sonic. Sonic was, nin- was Sonic Nintendo. No, was that it? was Sega. Oh, yeah, yeah, Sega. Yeah. But I think, uh, didn't Sega get bought by Nintendo? I'm not sure. Do you want to have a read of that? I don't know if we read done it anyway, I suppose. Well, you he's just dead. said he's dead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, uh, it's a shame though because, I mean, he was obviously, uh, it says influential in, in leading the company through multiple other transitions from playing cards through tabletop games, toys through to arcade and electronic games as well. A shrewd and occasionally ruthless businessman, he looked at multiple ways of increasing revenue streams, many that are far removed from family-friendly entertainment company that we now associate Nintendo with. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, also technology as well. Google revamps the logo in the search page. You will, you will know this because they've made a very slight change to their logo. They began rolling this out, uh, the redesign of its homepage, much simpler now, apparently. Indeed, I got it yesterday when did, I logged did you, in. Did you notice it? Um, <laughs> well, you, I wasn't given the chance, because I went to the page, and then I got a pop-up saying, the page has changed. Oh, so what happens when I do that? So we should click on it and just see what it looks like? Yeah, you probably shut the station down. I can't see, I can see your head. That looks the same to me. Well, it says uh, here. No, 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 that's the, that's the search page. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, I only look at that, I'm not yeah, interested in anything else. propaganda. I'm sure when I went that page before. Anyway, I did notice it changed, but only because I got a pop-up. It says here that the revamped features a flattened, reshaped logo and replaces the previous menu bar with a smaller range of links on the page's right-hand side. Didn't look any different to me, really. The Mm. move comes in the same month that Yahoo's logo and Microsoft's Bing search tool have also been updated. A Google spokesman said that similar changes would now be slowly rolled out across its products. A blog poster added that the firm intended to streamline users' experience of its services to prevent distractions. It is the first change to Google's logo uh, since 2010. Not all users will be able to see the redesign yet. Ah. Ah. They've obviously rolled it out to the IT savvy first, which yeah. is why I've got it and you haven't. Really? I haven't Pro- either. Probably is. It's probably because we both, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's clearly that's what that is. Um, yeah. We're going to talk about iOS 7 later after the news. Uh, and if you, are you, an, are you an iPhone user? No. Uh, well done. You're a Samsung? 
Nokia. It's a Sony. You had to look at that, didn't you? I don't know what it is. Is it running? It's a phone. What's it running? Well, that's, you've got a pink glowing thing at the bottom. Oh, check yeah. your own. She's got um, a clink. So pink, a clink. <laughs> what, <laughs> you'll have to re-listen to what you said because it sounded like you said something else. She's got a pink about. glowing bottom is what I, I said. I don't even know yeah. what's running. Mm. I'm really bad, aren't I? You should know. It's very, very, very bad. <laughs> is it Android? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think it is. Because, uh, I mean, obviously Apple now aren't the most popular handsets. Huh? Is Android now the most popular operating system on phones? Yeah, now? Samsung are the most popular handsets, I believe, and Android is, uh, well, if that's, uh, you've got a Samsung. Is that a <laughs> yeah. GS3? GS2? No, GS1? it's an S3 Mini. It's the old, it's last year's model now. Ah, uh, right, okay. Ah, there you go. Um, so what else has been happening in the news then, Paul? Well, I don't know, because I've just put the paper down. We'll pick it up again. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you don't want me to do, um, the iPhone? Should Not we yet, no, we'll okay. do that after. Well, I mean, we'll do that. Well, we could do it now, actually. Yeah, let's do it now. Do well, it. so this is interesting, isn't it? Because, um, the, is it the iPhone 6? No, 5. 5S and 5C. The 5S, okay, okay. We right. call it 6, if I, you like. I, I, I'll <laughs> make you feel better. Well, I'll actually read it. Yeah. <laughs> so, iPhone shortages frustrate networks on launch day. Uh, the short supply of the latest Apple iPhone has left mobile networks frustrated and concerned, the BBC has learned. Several networks said that the UK stock of the latest premium model, the 5S, was severely limited and would like to cause disappointment. No networks contacted wanted to be identified over worries they could be further disadvantages when, when supplies That's were replenished. terrible, though, isn't it? I know. Apple has said the shortage was due to the product's popularity. Well, that's a good reason, I suppose. Um, demand for the new iPhones have been incredible, and we are currently sold out or have limited supply of certain iPhone 5S models in some stores, the company told technology news site allthingsd.com on Friday afternoon. UK-based networks contacted by the BBC pointed out the supplies of the new 5C, a lower-cost phone and newcomer to Apple's range, were plentiful. Insiders from two of the companies told the BBC they suspected Apple was trying to drive sales of the cheaper yeah. 5C Cross model, Cross but that their own figures suggested customers have been hesitant to place orders. Mm. It's like Cabbage Patch dolls all over again. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you can't, but you can't make such good, good phone calls on a Cabbage Patch doll, can you? <laughs> you can, not after the 1937 Cabbage Patch doll act. Yes, no. ban banning you from um, doing using that. them to make calls with. It's a shame because they were all such good phones. They were. <laughs> 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 it's probably going to be an Android version called Cabbage Patch, isn't it? Gotta be. Uh, isn't it Isn't it like uh, sweets or something? Ice cream sandwich the, and... Yeah, the, na the latest one's Kit Kat, isn't it? Yes. Very cleverly sponsored by... Kit Kat. Kit Kat, <laughs> strangely <Mars>. enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> by Cornetto. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's true. Oh, Man, no. you're looking completely blank <laughs> over yeah, here. I've got a clue what we're talking about. Right. Let's go, I want to go shopping. <laughs> what? Yeah. Sorry. It's <laughs> <laughs> a bit sexist. I've got to pick all of his trousers up from Marks and Spencer. you just call me a bit sexy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you have to cross your legs. his trousers from Marks and Spencer's. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. Do you want to read the bit about, we're talking about Apple, should we talk about the uh, iOS 7 security hole? What, you're making me the technical? Yeah, yeah. Technical and, and then explain it to us yeah. afterwards. We're going to call you Moss. No, Roy, no. Yeah. Do it in an Alan Sugar style though, please, the whole <laughs> oh, piece. No. <laughs> Two security vulnerabilities. It. It's Alan Sugar. <laughs> so it's like, oh, okay. Mm. Really go on, Em. Okay. Yeah, go on. Two security vulnerabilities have been discovered in Apple's new mobile operating system less than 24 hours after its launch. One flaw concerns a user's ability to recover their data if a device has been stolen. The much-vaunted Find My iPhone feature can be disabled by a thief simply by putting the iPhone or iPad into airplane mode. Oh, my God. Preventing the device from communicating. Someone should have tested that, surely. Yeah. Well, I would have tested it. I mean, I guarantee well, we you I would have done it. would have done Yeah, it. and I'd have found the fault. Yeah. And you, you put your million. phone into airplane mode all the time, don't I you? I do, when I'm in the airplane. Yeah. Exactly. 
Uh, where was I? I don't know. I think you finished. <laughs> no. <laughs> Airplane mode, halfway down the middle. In iOS 7, this can be done even when the phone is locked with a passcode, as the voice-activated assistant Siri can be instructed to carry out the task. The other flaw is potentially even more serious, allowing users' email and social networking accounts to be hijacked, Ooh. even when the user has locked and password protected their phone. BBC's North America technology correspondent Richard Taylor explains the, the security glitch and a way to prevent it. And then Apple it says, is touting iOS 7 as its most secure mobile operating system it's ever produced, having fixed around 80 security vulnerabilities. But less than a day after its release, a user has already uncovered a fairly significant security flaw. Let's take a look. The bug concerns the new control centre, which is a nifty feature of iOS 7. Uh, which you can access simply by flicking up from the bottom of the screen. It gives you quick access to various functions on your iPhone or iPad, airplane mode, Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, uh, camera, and also an alarm clock. Now, this is turned on by default in your lock screen as well. So when your screen is locked of your device, you can see a little bar there. And again, by just flicking up on the bar, you can access the control panel there. Uh, significantly, though, what happens when you go into the alarm clock, and it has to be the alarm clock in particular, um, the floor is this. You simply hold the button as if you're going to turn the device off. And it gives you the option to slide to power off the device. You can see it there. Now, at this point, if you decide not to do that and press cancel and then press the home key very quickly in uh, twice... Again, this man? You'll see what yeah, happens. so I know what to do. Press Good. cancel and then press this button twice. And instead of it going back to my lock screen, I get access to all my apps which are currently open. Now you can see that I can't actually go into those apps except for the camera app. Not only can I take a photo, I can also access the camera roll just by pressing on the little icon for my photos and I can go into camera roll here and at this point I can then hijack the user's uh, various uh, social networking accounts by, for example, sharing through email or through iCloud. I can access the Twitter account, uh, see which Twitter account it is. Uh, I could uh, go to, for example, send an email there, and I would then be able to send uh, the email off. Now, until Apple issues a fix for this, there is one quite simple workaround. You simply go into your settings, and in settings, you will find that under Control Center, there is an option to access it in the lock screen or not. So, by default, it is turned on, which is why this bug exists. But you can disable access to the control center, and that will prevent this bug from appearing. You're listening to The Seven Ball Breakfast Show with your host, Andy Clark, and his hangers-on, Paul Ryan Alcock and Mandy Pellet. Music and news for South Gloucester. Okay, here's a great recipe for a late-night treat. Slice two potatoes into oblong chips. Heat oil in a deep-fat fryer till very hot. Fall asleep in front of the late film. Let oil catch fire. Brown the kitchen nicely. Wake up. Leave pan on hob and don't attempt to move it. Do not pour water onto oil. Turn hob off if possible and get out of the house. Stay out and call 999. Cooking accidents are the cause of most house fires. Fire kills. You can prevent it. I don't think it's me. I don't think it suits me. No? No. What, what would you be then? I don't know. Um, 
Well, go using the same formula. Uh, my middle name's Peter, but call me Barry. Barry, Barry Peter. Peter. Barry Peter. Yeah, I like that. Put an S on the end. <laughs> what is your porn star name? Tigger Green. <laughs> <laughs> I bought a log splitter. <laughs> is that well? That that, that was a seamless link. I like that. Was that the type of curry you had? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I I'll have a log splitter, please. <laughs> <laughs> and a party, Carlsberg. <laughs> the Seven Ball Breakfast Show each Saturday from eight till ten a.m. Join Andy along with his crew and join in the fun and chat at sevenfm.com. To advertise on Seven FM, email us at radio at sevenfm.com.
yesterday. So what did you think of that then? Who, who were that? Who well, that was that, Lydia Bayliss. So, um, I'll just tell you a little bit. What, do you want to read a little bit about it? I will, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah but you'll, you'll have to keep ad-libbing until I find it. No, okay. I've got it. Uh, following the success of her debut release, Mirrors, earlier this summer, the stunning Lydia Bayliss packs an even harder musical punch as she releases her second single, Life Without You. The single has been penned by Lydia and co-written by Paul Statham, who has been responsible for hits from Dido, Kylie and Massive Attack. Lydia is also finalising plans for a 20-date UK tour from the 14th to 25th of October, ahead of the release of her third single and debut album, A Darker Trace, early next year. I'm just trying to find a photograph of her. That was quite... Im- oh, that was almost professional there, wasn't I? It was. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> did, Angela Ripoff. Didn't, uh, Angela Ripoff? Yeah. <laughs> she is very stunning, actually. <laughs> M- move ahead. Oh, she looks, um... Well, I only saw it for a second. Um, oh, yeah. It's <laughs> interesting. The caravan's on fire. Yeah. Oh, oh the, my caravan's <laughs> on fire. I don't care about that. All, no, the, cl- all I mean, the clothes but, are blown away. But to be honest, <laughs> putting that on one side, because that's very male... She and, does look very nice, actually. But, but putting that... What did you think of the song? Um, okay. Okay. It's it's a particular style, isn't it? That probably wouldn't be the sort of thing I would choose to listen to. I would say it's very easy going in yeah, the background. Yeah. You can, it, it's something yeah. that, um, I think if I listened to it a few times, it'd be one of those songs that I still keep singing. Yeah. Um, she reminds me again, and I think, as humans, you always have to associate something you see or hear with something else to make logic of it, don't you? This is true. We do it all the time. Mm-hmm. And she reminded me of somebody, and I don't know if it was Dido, uh, or somebody mm-hmm. like that. Did you ref- did you speak? Well, yeah, actually, you, that, that could be true, because the, um, is it, was it the person that's produced it has worked with Dido? Oh, well, there um, you go. So, that, that's, actually, now you've said it, yeah, it does have that, it does have that feel about it. Yeah. Yeah. But he's also like worked it. with Kylie and Massive Attack, and it didn't have the feel of that about it. No. Paul Statham. Yeah. Yeah. That's got a touch of the Dido about it. It's got a touch of the Dido. <laughs> so, uh, Mandy, what's your uh, professional opinion as sub-editor of the, what uh, Gloucester? With your headphones? What have you done what with them? What have I done with them? Are you expecting to bump your head? You're trying to protect your, <laughs> <laughs> trying to protect your forehead? Let's <laughs> <laughs> actually some 1970s basketball <laughs> star with it, like... Just <laughs> Bloom comes in with a, uh, party conference brochure. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ooh, topical. Topical. Ooh, yeah. Check you out. So, what did you think, then? I thought it was okay. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> okay, and that's it that's it. Right. It wasn't exactly. If it is the same chappy that's worked with Kylie, it wasn't exactly. Can't get it out of my head. It's not a bouncy sort of song, no. but it's Andy. I said like it's it. A, I do like it. Inoffensive, but for me, it's not enough power chords and hard rock guitars. No. <laughs> so, so Lydia, I'm Andy Clark, and I like it, <laughs> and I like it a lot. The other guy that was speaking was Paul Alcott, lead singer in a band called Monkey Face, <laughs> yes, and you. the bird that was in the background. No, sorry, and that was uh, Amanda <laughs> Pellet. Uh-huh. So I'm just getting that clear. So I it was okay. I was, to be honest, I wasn't really listening. No, oh, that's not very nice. It's <laughs> true though. If you weren't, I mean, that's it. No, I like it. I like it. It's a good song. <sighs> what are we going to do now? I don't know. What do you want to do? Ten to nine. We could do something. We could play another song, or we could but talk about stuff. Have you not done your quiz this week? Oh, no, I haven't done the quiz. <laughs> I haven't done the quiz. Don't even go there. Don't even go there with the, f- <laughs> the, f- the fizz. The quiz. I mean, the fizz. With the fizz and the quiz. Yes, indeed. We had some dodgy questions. When your killer question, the one that we got. Not the well, one that wasn't really much of a killer question because no, Barry really. got it straight yeah. away. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but he's clever, isn't he? Well, yeah, actually, he's not. Clever. No, I lied. Is he clever? No. Uh. He thinks he is. He thinks he is clever. <laughs> he thinks he is. He, he thinks clever. he is. Ooh, I think What's it? What, what are his qualifications? Uh, BS, uh, LOB, um, <laughs> HOJ <laughs> slash dot co dot UK, <laughs> and a bachelor of um, uh, Tesco. <laughs> <laughs> As he, I bet he's got some Ponzi degree in something, hasn't Ew. he? Barry? Media. Is he? No. Dragged up, wasn't he? He's like me. He's like you and I. Went to the <laughs> yeah. School of Hard Knocks, the yeah. University of Life, and then... What was the other one? Something about getting the something kicked out of you. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> um, 
we could talk about some of the local stuff that's going on in the local area, the local, local, local. As, as reported in the local well, news. Well, as you know, yeah, this is all Control C, Control V. I don't know if I'm allowed to do that. Probably not. <laughs> it's uh, the top one. Uh, what? Oh, I've got Cheltenham Racecourse. Oh. <laughs> Start calling you Caro. Come on. No, you have got the right one. No, Turn the page the over. It's on the on the on the. Oh right. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, Caro. <laughs> this you're listening to Seven FM. No, you're not. Oh, you're yeah. listening to Straight FM. <laughs> no, I, I subbed this story yesterday. Did you? Oh. I didn't write it. I subbed it. But so it's on the page. You have are you allowed to read it out? Yeah. There's no copyright issue. What does subbed it mean? Yeah, tell us what subbed it means. When you sub it, the reporter sends it over, you put it on the page, and then you read it. Right, make I'm it, impressed I'm in the room with legible. you. Make it legible. Make it legible, right. Well, <laughs> you better read. You, you no check, pressure then. You check the facts, and. No, no, okay. this went straight up online. I, I subbed it for the paper copy. Anything what what does that. What did, say that so it, you didn't check it? I did for the actual newspaper. Did you check it for swear words? <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely. And just spelling, and that people's names are correct, and that dates yeah. and facts are correct right well dresses are correct this should spelling. be the slickest thing we've ever had on seven Come on no, no 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 because if you took this off online no i, I wrote it off goes, the no no I, he's typed, I typed it all <laughs> no, he's typed it up from the newspaper that you wrote <laughs> <laughs> no i just said the one that went on the actual page all right well come on then get on with it blimey <laughs> you coming around here i'm just doing my no. i'm just doing my job i'm just doing my job just swear. Swear. Maybe if there's anything wrong it's nothing to do with me all right no. go on then go on then <laughs> Cheltenham Racecourse will become centre stage of the hit BBC Two gangster series Peaky Blinders next week. Do, th- you should have done that in a Cockney <laughs> accent. Peaky yeah. Blinders? Peaky Blinders. <laughs> Alan <laughs> Sugar's back in the room again. <laughs> <laughs> Bianca in the third episode of the Sorry? series. Bianca. What did you call him? Oh, oh Bianca. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> She's going off topic here, isn't she? It's great. Oh, it's great having you back. Missed you last week. Oh, <clears throat> I missed didn't. you too. Oh, thank you. Go on, then. <laughs> in the third episode of the series set in 1919 Birmingham, <laughs> oh, <laughs> the leader of the Peaky Blinders gang, uh, Peaky, yeah, Peaky, no, it's Peaky Blinders. See, that's wrong. Oh. That wasn't me. They see, this is what I mean. Peaky Blinders, that's not right. Where's it saying that? Here. Leader oh, of the yeah. Peaky Blinders. See, this went up on and subbed online. Seriously, oh, uh, can, you pick, can you pick? Uh, can you can you pick that up on Monday? <laughs> can you take someone? Out. Can you pick it up with the sub? Did someone sub it online then? No. What happens? I think when the reporters write it, it goes up online. But when it goes in the actual paper, it's, it's subbed. subbed. So any well, clearly there's a process subbed. issue then. I'd like to investigate yeah. Yeah. it. Come Absolutely. up with an action, court yeah. action. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so anyway, the Peaky Blinders gang, Thomas Shelby, played by Killian Murphy, plans to go to Cheltenham to get closer to racecourse kingpin Billy Kimber, played by Charlie Creed Miles. Kimber controls the legal and illegal bookmaking sites at racecourses all across England, and he is one of the country's richest and most powerful gangsters. Lovely. And Kimber likes the ladies. Ooh. He invites them. Invi- <laughs> um, oh, hang on. What I've do you mean, Mr. Lyne? Am I Mr. Lyne? No, no, you keep going. Uh, oh, well, you are, but don't yeah. worry. No, no one's listening now, <laughs> yeah. anyway. They've all got to sleep. <laughs> he invites young Irish women. Irish women. Uh, to be Chris sure. Burgess. Who's played by Annabelle Wallace along with him? The six-part series, which is broadcast on Thursdays <laughs> at 9 p.m., focuses on the Peaky Blinders, a gang who sew razor blades in the peaks of their caps, and their fierce boss Shelby. What they sew razor blades into their fierce boss Shelby? That's horrible, isn't it? <laughs> what if that hurts him? In a nice cup of tea, well, it might. So, um, <laughs> so that is that happening now then, or is it going to happen? Peaker blinders. Next week. It's, it's next episode. week. Oh right. Okay. Also, it's been. It's been <coughs> filmed. 
I remember reading when I was subbing it that the pe- the race course people didn't realise they were filming there. Oh, really? Yeah. So oh, you get a bit, yeah. It's like if you go down Tesco's with a camera, so... Uh, going, oh, God, going yeah. Tesco's. No, honestly, they come. I, I don't even think it's their car park, isn't it? Isn't it? A I've had car park? that happen at Tesco's. Yeah. I was um, they, they walk in the out. car park. Yeah. What, sorry, if you if you drive if you take into uh, the car park, take a camera, uh, yeah. and just start interviewing somebody on Tesco in the Tesco car park. Really? I guarantee you. Yeah. Within five minutes, the store manager or assistant store manager will be asking you to leave. Yeah. And then what you do is you video them, and then you dub on a load of swear words yeah. that <laughs> correspond with their mouth movements. Okay. Yeah. That yeah. sounds and fair. And then you publish it. That sounds fair. Yeah, it's all, it's all okay. done in the best possible taste. <laughs> Why don't they like you doing that on in their car park? Control, man, control. It's all okay. about the thing, man. It's control, man. Right. Oh, this is Rolling <laughs> Stones, man. The jobs were. Oh, Rick, play the... Oh, dear. No, not Rick. What's the thing with the Stones? <laughs> Rick. <laughs> Mick Jagger. Mick, that's it. Rick, Rick Jagger. Mick, man, just give me another... Oh. <clears throat> Who was that I was doing? Uh, uh, I think that might have been Keith Richard you were attempting <laughs> to do. <laughs> you mess about, I'll fill in the gaps. Exactly, exactly. You admit, and I'll knock your teeth out, wouldn't it? That was, <laughs> that was, uh, that was the young ones of madness, you wouldn't admit, it? You admit, I'll smash Sugs. your face That's in. <laughs> yeah. do, you know, do you know Summer Holiday? Yeah, you admit, I'll smash your face in. <laughs> Oh, oh, laugh, I nearly did. So, uh, we got uh, we got four minutes to go into the news. I think we'll play a song going into the news, and we're going to go do a back-to-back coming out of the news so we can have a long coffee break. Yes. I like that. And and a chance to use your ablutionary facilities. Ablutionary <laughs> facilities. <laughs> so, you might like this one, Paul. This is Chiroc. Do you want to have a quick read of Chiroc? Um, yeah, why not? Go on. So, Nashville-based husband and wife pop rock band Chiroc release... I'll Take Rain, which is the second single from their acclaimed debut album, Everything Burns, on the 21st of October. Despite being one of the more gentle songs on the album, I'll Take Rain once again displays Chiroc's strong singer-songwriting skills and maintains the authentic style that the band are known for. With UK dates to be confirmed, Chiroc are so excited to be bringing their music to the UK as they can't wait to get back over some live shows and feel the intense and particular energy of UK audiences. Hit it! Take love on the bad day over no love on the best days I'll take you Sunday 
With your host, Andy Clark, and his hangers-on, Paul Ryan Alcock and Mandy Pellet. Music and news for South Gloucester. 7FM. Oh, I want love, I need your love.
not dancing around the kitchen or dancing around your house you're crazy Baz is because he's he tweeted us he is we miss you Baz we miss you yes he's tweeted out some cracking post tunes on uh, post news tunes on the 7FM breakfast show with Clark as Paul Ryan Alcott and Matt Catman Blue not good, me good I'm old Brighton. special K special K <laughs> we could call him special K I know we K. could yeah. Which is, there's a hell of a lot of irony in that, isn't there? Sorry. There's a hell of a lot of irony in that. That's great. And we've also had our other friend, uh, Dr. Phil. I don't know why I call him Doctor, actually. He's, we'll play that again, shall we, in the background? Yeah, why not? Um, I don't know why we call him Dr. Phil. Is um, it because he's a doctor? He's not, I don't think. He has said, Morning, gang. I've missed much. Just waking up. Don't like these dark mornings. It's, it's light dark. here. It's all right. 
Susie, no problem. Draw your curtains. Draw your curtains, <laughs> Phil. <laughs> or wear some underpants. I know what he's doing. He's got one of those sleep masks on. Take your sleep mask off. That's he's what he's doing. He's forgot. It's a what, sorry? A top hat. I thought he said he's wearing a top hat. He's got some funny habits. I don't know if he goes to bed in a top hat. So did you listen to his show last night? I loved it. Good, wasn't it? He likes playing a lot of nice tunes or on he his does. album show. Very yeah. clever, that, as well. Yeah. And he's a, uh, I would call him a seasoned broadcaster. He's brilliant. It's, I he's listen to funny. that sort of stuff and I think that's what radio is all be like. It's like Pete, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. They sound yeah. like proper broadcasters. Yeah, proper real radio. Genuine. He's lovely. Yeah. He is lovely. Just a bit like us. Yeah. But no. not quite as good. Not, not <laughs> quite as good. <laughs> I still remember that day when those guys played their first, uh, excuse me. You got hiccups. <laughs> Belch into the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> they played their first uh, like show, and me and Baz were like, "Yeah, we ain't doing another one. <laughs> Just let them do more." <laughs> Slick, Sean Moore, Phil Meek, Peter, uh, Peter Street. But as we've said, we're not trying to compete with these people. We are. Yeah, these, these people with talent. <laughs> 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 we're trying to compete with those people that don't have any talent. Yeah. And I think we're doing quite well at it. <laughs> we are. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what, do you, what do you say? We just talk loads of rubbish. No, what, what do you mean? Speak for yourself, love. We challenge the topical debates of the day. We yeah. do, and we're talking of topical debates of the day. Is it time? Oh, we're not going to do badges, are we? Wow. Well, pardon? <laughs> you should uh, change that. Can you remember the name of the song that he did about badges? I've been oh, the word badgering. Um, uh, good question. Save the badges. If I could... Oh, he just said my degree... So Bass has come back and said my degree isn't Ponzi. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Who said he had a Ponzi degree? That, that book, Mandy. <laughs> I said nothing. No, it's me. Barry, what's, has he put what it's in? Uh, uh, yeah, ring ring us, Barry, or tweet us, what's, or Skype us, or something. What's ring it us. in? It's, of course it's Ponzi, they told us. I yeah. said that he was very clever, actually. Yeah, and I said he wasn't. I said he was If you were listening, yeah. Barry, I did say that. <laughs> I think... Uh, It'll be on Listen Again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I cannot lie. Yeah, it's but, true. And you'll edit it. I will. <laughs> he will, yeah. I will. Just to, so that it's you speaking on your own. So have you got have you got He's one of those very not clever. <laughs> have you got one of those machines where you can drop the uh, the pitch of someone's voice? Of course I have. Well just turn Mandy into me then. <laughs> I can do that very easily actually. By making a talk about this the very voice. Have I'm... you got the one that makes you sound drunk? Yeah, I got that one yeah. as well. It's oh. behind the bar there. Yeah. So <laughs> with a bo- bottle of whiskey. <laughs> bottle of whiskey. <laughs> so do you reckon Bar's gonna ring us? I bet you nice. can't remember the number, He's can he? Getting himself ready for um What the number? For um Oh, the Labour conference, that's the one. Ah, yeah. that's the one. That's where he's going. He might his do. bucket and spade. <laughs> <laughs> or he might even Skype us. Oh, that'd be good. Mm. Knotted hanky. Come on, Baz, get his phone now, he's trying I to do it. I just need my fix of insulting him. Yes. It's not the same on a Saturday it's if not. I don't lay into him. Actually, well, yeah. I don't do that, but you know what I mean. Yeah. So I can't, I can't, keep talking, because I've okay. got something to look for. <laughs> oh, for do you want to do, do ad lib? talk about Brian May, you know, to get run over, or hit He did what? It's like, he, he on whatever it was on the internet somewhere that he nearly died, didn't he? Yeah, so I'll tell he? you what. <clears throat> have a, have a, have read the top bit out, because the, the Queen guitarist Brian May thing faced death. Yeah, but that happens to all of us, doesn't it? Well, it does if we, okay. we drive driving down Payne Lane. How many times have we been out in the car and nearly had an accident with some idiot? <laughs> well, I refuse to go in a car with you, actually, so not very often. <laughs> you carry on, though. <laughs> I can't even find it. <laughs> Queen guitarist Brian May. Do you want me to do it? Yeah. Oh, gosh, here we go. <laughs> Queen guitarist Brian May has written about how he came close to death while supporting badger coal protesters in Gloucestershire. Writing on his Save Me Facebook page, Dr May describes the trial badger colours insane. 
Yesterday, Defra insisted the trial... The trail... What does that say? Trail coal. <laughs> that should say trial coal. <laughs> yeah, I spelled it wrong. <laughs> the trail coal. The trial coal was necessary and wasn't designed to wipe out badgers, saying if we don't act now to stop the spread of bovine TV, the consequences for farming would be devastating. Here is his diary entry. Beginning my day in Gloucestershire, there is a grim undercurrent of violence in the air. We came very close to death just now when a white 4x4 came careering towards us on the wrong side of the road. He was overtaken at about 90 miles an hour and no way back into his lane. If we hadn't braked hard, and he would have been, we would have been instantly been mincemeat. <sighs> so there you go. It's a very long article. I'm not going to read the rest of all that. he's a little bit hyper-ventilating. Yeah. I, I, maybe. I think, I, but I don't know. I mean... It is a difficult one. Can I, can, I, can I just read? I, d- I just noticed there's a Bill Oddie quote in here as well, isn't there? Oh. Mm. Bit, <laughs> what did Tommy go for? I liked him I liked in the goodies. Like he was funny he was in the funny goodies. Yeah. Goody. He's yeah. now a baddie. Go on, what's he saying? Uh, he said, under this government, no wild animal is safe. Oh, Actually, Christ. no animal. I'll be keeping my eyes open here today and meeting many of the brave and very peace-loving people who are dedicating their time <coughs> to saving innocent animals. Mostly but I've got to be honest, mostly in Stroud, yeah, and Painswick and Sheepscombe and all those... <laughs> now, to be fair... I've got to be honest. When I, I am, when I hear things like that, what I hear is people saying what they don't want to happen, but what they're not saying is what they do want to happen because there has to be some action. Now, I've, I've just been reading, <clears throat> looking at the NFU chairman, so why the Gloucestershire Badger Call must continue. So, bearing in mind, the farmers uh, are not. They, they, everybody sees farm. Well, not everybody, but they, they're making farmers out as murdering scum and. It's when really no, polarizing people, yeah, isn't it? When there's no milk. When there's no beef on the shelves in Tesco's or... Yeah, yeah. No, but there, there will be one of the farmers done about this. They knew this was going to happen. Mm. So, I mean, I'm just reading this. The, scu- the, the scourge of bovine tuber- tuberculosis is the dominant debate in the West Country farming. And the remedy, a badger call, has inflamed tensions between people who make a living from the countryside, but they only make a living to supply people... Uh, to supply demand, basically. If there's no demand then they don't need to do what they're doing. And yeah. we have the demand for what they supply. Mm-hmm. And most people do. That's that's. I think that's a fair comment uh, as I go to prison for saying something I shouldn't. <laughs> Here, Gloucestershire NFU chairman Charles Mann argues the case for the coal to continue. Kathy, name change. It's an interesting surname. <laughs> Put her head in her hands as Roger, also name change. That's even a lot. Well, they're obviously married. <clears throat> yeah, they are. Mr. But he's, name he's, change. He's double-barrelled because oh, yeah. he's also name oh, yeah. change. Um, explained how TB has affected their business, their life, and their marriage. Explaining how he had decided to invest half a million pounds and how excited they both were by the expansion of their herd and the promise of the future, his eyes shone. Then TB struck and his voice broke as he explained how all their plans for the new housing and equipment to bring his herd forwarded into the 21st century will now come to nout and more will jeopardise the very core of his business. Roger is, a, is at a loss as to why the key to the future of his life's work has been hijacked by animal rights groups and how they are undermining the future of his farm and the whole industry. If they care so much for animals, why don't they, care, why don't they want healthy badgers? The 36,000 cows are killed annually because they have TB. What of them? Do they, do, they do, not, do they not accept the science that badgers infect cattle with TB? He, it, he is a true countryman and enjoys, understands and protects wildlife. He explains to me that all the wildlife is managed, from bird nesting boxes and feeders in our gardens to the wildness of Slimbridge. Badgers were protected not because they were rare, but to halt badger baiting. Period. That's why yeah. they were protected. Mm. No other reason. Yeah. Since their protection in the uh, since the protection of TV, the, the badger is a predatory omnivore and enjoys a, var- var- a varied diet of birds, eggs, hedgehogs. When did you see the last one of those? 
uh, even dead on the road. When did you see the last yeah. de- no, hedgehog? Yeah, point. You think that, yeah. Bumblebees, worms, slugs, and an occasional newborn lamb, partridge, chicks, voles, fruit, and maize. Nature intervenes when populations get out of control, be it animal or human, by disease, in this case, TB. Mm. Nobody wants to kill badgers. People think of them as endearing animals, like badger in wa- wind in the willows or from Rupert the bear. Not as a carrier of deadly disease. By managing their population, we will prevent the badger becoming like the rat, a pest, and a vermin. Yeah, fair comment. Well, I, is think, it, I think that's a different different stance on it. And well, to be honest, you've got I, both sides of the argument there. I, I've got to be honest. I, I haven't seen. I've only seen evidence to show. And, and talking to farmers around this area, um, uh, uh, the, my friend, the farmer of the road, he was saying he's. You know, he was saying when they. When they killed all the badgers down in uh, Devon that were infected, they now have a fairly, um, he was saying they have a fairly safe population, and none of the, um, I won't say which farm it was, in case I'm wrong, but it was the one that supplies um, a lot of milk to one of the big supermarkets, and also fruit, uh, not fruit, cheeses and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And he said they've got no case of bovine TV at all anymore. There you go. Well, the thing is, some, something has to be done. Now, I, d- I don't know whether I'm not saying whether badger cull is the right way forward, but, you know, obviously something has to be done. But this has really got people um, sort of shouting out from both sides, isn't it? It really has. strongly. Um, but we are a nature of uh, nation of animal lovers, aren't we? That's what they always say. Yeah, exactly. But you could argue if you're a na- nation of animal lovers, then you don't want the cows <coughs> to TV. So I, I remember, I remember... Um, back when Tesco's in Stroud was built and there were some trees that had to be removed. Oh, yeah, long... Managed um, that were old... Yeah, exactly. Old trees that had been there for hundreds of years, a few hundred years, I think, and uh, it became national news. Mm. And what you had was a few people, probably, I don't know how many it was who were, were opposed to it and they didn't want it to happen because Tesco, un- and I understand what they're saying, is a, is a faceless... They were saying, rather, is a faceless... Um, corporation blah 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 yeah, yeah. which people say about anything that's big which is fine and it people jumped on the bandwagon and in the end there were people that had no interest in saving the trees that were uh camping in the trees and living in the trees that were pouring urine and things like that on um people walking underneath who mm. uh, it was just yeah it's really horrible situation and i just wonder how many people now I, I don't know, are on the back of that bandwagon with the badgers. I'm waiting for it to come down here. I really am. <laughs> <laughs> to, our, oh. to our Gloucester City Centre studio uh, in Northgate Street. <laughs> 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 but no, I mean, I don't know. It's interesting. It is something that's polarising people. But the thing is, it's unfair that Brian... Well, I say it's unfair. Brian May has obviously got an opinion, and he's, he's mm. got an opinion in his head, and he believes. I would like to see what evidence he has to say that it doesn't stop bovine mm. uh, spread of bovines. But of course the thing with Brian May, he's a very, you know, he's, he's famous, he's, people will listen to what he's got to say, he has a platform of getting his voice heard. I, I feel a bit sorry for some of the farmers who, who maybe aren't such sort of high profile yeah. and don't get the chance to be heard quite as much, but you know, well, you, you, we've given both views this morning. We have. People will make their own minds up and that's the way it should be. We and we are, of course, impartial. Yes. Well, I got my own views. Yeah, have you got your? Have you got Paul's views? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can I just say it's freezing in I've here? Just turned, turned it turned up. Turn that air conditioning up. I've just turned it up. Yeah. God. No. Things poking. <laughs> <He's> it. <laughs> things poking out of me here. He's covering his nipples. What? <laughs> oh, I know. You say that I should have put a t-shirt on this morning. You should have done. <laughs> you should have done. <laughs> I'll tell you what we'll do. Uh, we're going to take a very quick ad break, and then we'll be back with a bit of another '90s song, Sash and Ecuador, a classic song. 
I really like that song. With a nice cup of tea and a boiled egg. <laughs> oh, Barry has just said, uh, 7FM, it's in command and control systems. And I did hear, uh, Catman Blue, you're fab. <laughs> oh, sorry, his de- hang on, don't, before we play, his degree is in what? Command and control systems. What does that mean? I told you it was a poncy degree. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's only a joking. <laughs> only joking, Buzz. I love you, really. <laughs> I, I was just about to fade that when I stopped then. So, what, you just say that no, again. I, I, I said, um, it's not poncy, Buzz. I, and I love you, really, and, and you are very intelligent. Do you think he is? No. Okay. You're listening to The Seven Ball Breakfast Show with your host, Andy Clark, and his hangers-on, Paul Ryan Alcock and Mandy Pellet. Music and news for South Gloucester. Seven On average, two people over 65 die in a house fire every week. Please test their smoke alarms regularly. Fire kills. You can prevent it. That Change for Life is all about the small changes we can make to help us live healthier lives. Like being a bit more active every day. Things like getting off the bus a stop early and walking the rest of the way. Or taking the stairs rather than the lift all make a difference. It gets the heart working and helps reduce our chance of serious health problems like heart disease and stroke. As well as feeling healthier, it makes us feel better. It doesn't have to be hard work. For more ideas to get going every day, search Change for Life online. To advertise on 7FM, email us at radio at 7FM.com. This one is for Barry Kirby. Barry, there's a bit of sash for you, mate. Sash Rodriguez and Ecuador. If you don't like this, then there's something wrong with you. There is something wrong with him. Do you know that? Yeah, he's a punt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Quem tá falando é Maria, você está ouvindo a Severn FM.
This is Julian from Mega, and you're listening to 7FM. Isn't it? Needs to be in Welsh. I keep saying that should be in Welsh. I did say that to him. Well, we'll go and get in in Welsh then. Don't come down here moaning. That's what he said. <laughs> what he said. Yeah. He not speak Welsh. No, We've had this conversation. <clears throat> no, he doesn't. Lovely no. boy. Lovely boy. <laughs> 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 Lovely boy. <laughs> you daft racist. Yeah, exactly. Was that a Windsor Davis expression? It, it, Impression. It, expression. Lovely me. boy. Lovely boy. That was Windsor Davis. Yeah. Um, what was the little one called? Um, lofty. Yeah. yeah lofty. Don Estelle. Yeah, Lovely Don Estelle. Lovely boy. No, he was talking about his... He thought he was his son, didn't he? <laughs> boy. <laughs> That's it. This is from... What was the... Oh, yes. It ain't It ain't half Hotman. I saw the guy who did the Indian guy, a guy <laughs> called Bates. Michael Bates. Oh, blimey. We went to the, the Hippodrome, and I've got upstairs a signature, uh, you know, an autograph Sorry, you've got look. upstairs. You live in a bungalow. Oh, sorry, in the loft. <laughs> An and autograph. And I've, got his and I've got his. I've got his <laughs> four lofts. I've got his uh, autograph. Yeah, Michael oh, cool. Bates. Mm. And he used to say at the end of me, Indian proverb say, and then I can't remember. And, he and there was say, something, <clears> yeah, <clears throat> rhetorical, not really re- yeah, profound, wouldn't it? Do you think they would allow that on screen no. on TV now? Would that be considered? Because he's obviously he's, a, he's English, isn't he? It's not. So why don't we see it in an Hotman? I just wonder if it would be considered offensive these days. Well, that why? black and white minstrel show. Oh yeah, but that's different. Well, because is he not mm. characterising and? It you was, know, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. An Indian in giving, you know, painting an empire. Yeah, hang on a minute. How many people play other people from other Well, countries? this is true. I mean, you could, I suppose, by the same logic, Faulty Towers would be offensive because Manuel is, you know, pretending to be a but Spanish that, waiter. That, he wasn't taking the mita, mickey out of him being Spanish. He was taking the mickey out of him being uh, a waiter who was a stupid yeah, that happened yeah. to be Spanish. That happened to be Spanish. Yeah. I mean, what about... And it's more about him being an English idiot. Well, this is true, yeah. And the other series... That this is dragging about. What was it called? Um, about the guy, uh, the white guy who has um, black neighbours movie. Neighbor. Love by neighbour. Oh that was God, it. God, you can't. That no, which couldn't have that on. He's yeah, Patrick no, and his senders. No, that, <clears throat> that's right. Yeah, no, that is. If you saw that now, you'd well, <laughs> horrific, oh, wouldn't it's it? Terrible. But at I the mean, time, I don't think people didn't see it in any offensive way. No. Uh, and I know, obviously, it was in that in that comedy series. It was always the white guy that came off kind of worse. But oh, the language that, that was, was used terrible. in that series would just not be. Must be like come out of garments. Well, what about yeah, 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 yeah? What about what's her name's dad? Uh, Cherry Blair's dad. Then he played the the, the son-in-law. Skyser. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. I know. So it just shows how far things move on, doesn't it? But would you be able to watch Half Garnet now? Um, Some of the programs. Oh, what's that? Oh, sorry, it's, it's a Daddy, daddy Long, long legs. What's he got on his? What's he got hanging off his bottom? Mandy. Another Daddy Long Legs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, look Mummy, those monkeys are fighting. <laughs> Martin Kirby. Oh, that that just scared me, man. One of your. Um, oh, Martin. Yeah, Hello, I don't know Martin. if he, he's probably not listening, but he uh. is following. <laughs> he is following us. Tell him uh, to listen. Yeah, has Buzz tweeted anything else now? He's not related to Barry, by the way. He's no. not. No, they're not. I'll, t- I'll tweet him, shall I? Yeah. I just say, Mandy says, listen. <laughs> Does he know your Twitter name? I don't know, to be honest. I don't go on Twitter very often. I'm not very good at social networking and media stuff, really. Oh, I've got I've got Barry's tweets now. 7FM, it is not experience actually listen to the music instead of chatting through it. That's <laughs> <laughs> no, what you're on about. <clears throat> we listen to every song we play. He's got, look at that. This is, this is funny. He, so this <clears throat> just sums up Buzz. He, he's given some really politically clever tweet and then the next <laughs> the next tweet is about talking through records he has a polarized life doesn't he nah, he's a good he's a what, what do you mean a polarized life what sort of what sort of comments that well he's schizophrenic oh right okay that's fair it's enough Paul's yeah. word for today it is do you want to <laughs> do do you want to do the uh, newspaper review now no nah, not really where is it it's uh, on the piece of paper I, I spend a lot of time preparing all this stuff 
Oh, you when were supposed you do, to be a journalist. When you do your own, um, when you do your own show, man. When you get the new studios <laughs> built, which yeah. we are having done, fantastic. I've creosoted them. Hey. <laughs> With that fence paint I gave you. coat, yeah. Oh, no, oh. I, no, I put that on. Yeah. Karen said it was too orange. I and thought then so. she said, oh, I like the look of it now. Oh, well, no. After I creosoted it in the brain stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. You just can't win with Karen. I don't Go know. On. So anyway, the newspaper review, ex-spin doctor's claims hit headlines. The Daily Mail continues its extracts from a former Labour spin doctor's book. Great, uh, great group. They did Tetris, didn't they? Remember that? The spin doctors? <laughs> with the claim that Gordon Brown discussed deploying troops on Britain's streets during the 2008 fi- financial crisis. Wow. Damien McBride claims the former Prime Minister feared anarchy the night before he announced that the part nationalisation of British banks... At the par- Yeah. The Times leads with an admission from Ed Balls that he was part of what it calls the Brown Knight Macho Cabal. In... What's that mean? Um, <laughs> well, you're a journalist. Yeah, <laughs> girlfriend. In an interview, he says he regrets the tribal Blair-Brown divide. Yeah, I know, I've read Blair's book, actually. And admits they were damaging to the government. But he insists he didn't know about any smear campaigns and distances himself from Gordon Brown and Damien McBride. The paper believes the memoirs by the man it calls the, M- the McBride of Frankenstein. <laughs> that's clever. Very that's good. Clever. And that's not even by the Sun or the Daily Star, is it? No. Have reopened Labour's deepest wounds and revealed a toxic culture that has yet to be eradicated. Mm. The Independent says Labour's conference may be Ed Miliband's last chance to regain control, but argues all he needs to do is spell out not just what he stands for, what he would actually do. The Daily Telegraph leads with shadow Treasury Minister Rachel Reeves, who says the party wouldn't raise taxes for people earning £60,000 a year because they're not rich. Instead, she says the focus would be on what she calls the privileged few on salaries of £150,000 or more. For the Daily Mirror, Friday's promise for Mr Miliband to scrap what it calls the hated bedroom tax is smart one-nation Labour. The Guardian's top story comes from Shadow Home Secretary Yvette Cooper, who says Labour will offer guaranteed childcare from 8am to 6pm every day, available to all parents of primary school children. The party claims many breakfast clubs and after-school clubs which help working parents have closed due to cuts since the 2010 election, and it wants to use central government money to offer wraparound care. Can you do that to children? That's illegal, surely. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Godfrey Bloom, who had the UKIP whip withdrawn on Friday after using the word sluts in relation to a group of women, makes headlines in several papers. For The Sun, Bloom is just the most visible of what it calls the oddballs and dinosaurs that surround Nigel Farage in a party which it says may well decide who is in Downing Street come 2015. But writing in the Financial Times, Matthew Engel argues that while he wrecked what might have been the greatest day of the party's 20-year life, Mr Bloom may matter less than UKIP's rivals might think. With the party's electoral appeal coming down to its opinions on the EU and immigration. So there you You're go. You're listening to the Seven Ball Breakfast Show with your host, Andy Clark, and his hangers on, Paul Ryan Alcock and Mandy Pellet. Music and news for South Gloucester. Yes, and my fader was stuck down then, so it was very quiet. Oh. Do you know do you know what that's like to have your fader stuck down? <laughs> <laughs> you can get cream for it to make it a bit more uh, flowing. As Unstuck. You might say. Um, so we've just had a uh, we just had somebody follow us, uh, Martin Kirby, who is no relation to Barry Kirby. Apparently, no, it's not. not. It's not his alter ego, is it? I don't think so. Martin's lovely. I oh. work with Martin. <laughs> what you? Hang on, hang on. No, I don't. I don't Barry's lovely too. No, no, no. What Paul <laughs> said was, what? Just repeat what you said. Uh, is that his alter ego? Is it? Yeah. And then you went, no, no, he's lovely. 
<laughs> I didn't mean Barry, it like that. Barry, not Martin. Barry, did you hear what uh, Catman Blue said about you there? Barry's yeah. lovely too. How, how lovely is on the scale of 1 to 12 T? 13 T. 13 T? Yeah. 13 T? Yeah. Can I help you at all? <laughs> you obviously watched that? Yeah. Yeah, I knew you would. <laughs> what are you doing? Why are you uh, sticking your finger up your nose? No, it's... Um, Can I help you? Can I help you at all? He wanted my petrol. Petrol. <laughs> uh, if anybody's listening out there, can they come and help and get me out of the history? Yeah. Exactly. Ladies There's some gentlemen. strange people I in can, here. I can, I can't. We've entered Royston Faisy. <laughs> we have. I can, I can't. <laughs> he oh, covers the precious know. things in the shop. Yeah. <laughs> You have never watched the League Hello, of Gentlemen. No. <laughs> Hello, Dave. My wife would like to use your toilet, Dave. No, no, there's no one here called Dave. Oh, okay. Uh, Dave, where's Dave? No, he's not here. Okay, then where's Dave then? <laughs> you have never watched the no. League of Gentlemen. What is wrong with you, man? I'm not right. <laughs> but you know Royston Vasey is Chubby Brown's real name. Yeah. <laughs> Chubby Brown as in the very blue comedian. Yes, and they used his name as the name of the uh, city up north where they did it. Um, yeah. That's quite clever. It was very, because something lived in the loft. What was the, what was the, the son's name? I can't Is it Edward? No, that was, um, that was Edward in Tubbs, wasn't it? Yeah. I have no idea. Oh, I've got to show you a clip before okay. you go. All right. Okay. I've got to show you a bit when the guy, the guy with the backpack walks into the shop and you just see her behind the thing. She's got this nose like this and this glasses. And was, do you ever watch, um, Benidorm? Uh, no. You don't watch, you don't watch <laughs> I don't watch any TV. <laughs> well, basically... I watch the news. Do you want to talk about that? Ma Mark Gratis was the guy, I think, who walks into the... Uh, the shop, but I can't remember the other guy who played Tubbs, what his name was, but basically he's got this woman, this woman's clothes, all these women's clothes on, because he's meant to be a woman. Right. And Edward is the, her husband, and there's something wrong with the relationship. I think they're brother and sister. <laughs> okay. And they're married. <laughs> okay. And, uh, oh, he just, he goes to pick up a can of Coke, and he says, how much is this can of Coke? She goes, I can, I can't. <laughs> no, can of Coke. <laughs> I can, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> this is quite surreal comedy, obviously. Yeah, it is. It is okay. a bit dark. It's okay. very dark. I've got all the DVDs out there if you want to borrow any of them. Okay. I, I'm all scared Professor to look Lazarus, in your DVD collection. It? He's yeah. scary. Professor Lazarus. Yeah. Oh, hello. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Going back to the eight and a half hot mum was racist. Exactly. <laughs> want to buy some pegs? <laughs> want to buy some pegs, Dave? And he, op <laughs> he opens up his coat. He's got this big black coat and he opens it and there's all these pegs in there. <laughs> <laughs> want to buy some pegs, Dave? <laughs> I need to watch more TV. You do? Stop, I need to and stop getting out and having a life and start sitting in and watching Ooh. TV. Oh, that hurts. Yeah, table of milk for saucer one. one of them. <laughs> We've only got 20 minutes left. I know, it's gone very quick, hasn't it, without Barry? Put that clock back. Okay, hour. let's keep going. Well, you can just keep going anyway. Yeah. Talk about man when she goes. Yeah. And she's let us down. Life's late, goes are early. You here, are you here to the end? It's looking like it, because Katie hasn't texted. The bitter end. The bitter end of life as we know it. Because, I mean, turning up late is an insult enough, but clearing off early <laughs> is just rubbing salt on the wounds. It is. It? At least I turn up. And you know, yeah, and you know, <laughs> oh, what did he say? At least I turn up. Oh. Who was, was that oh, aimed at? Barry. Was that Barry again. No. Gosh, she's got it in for him today. <laughs> did got we put every opportunity to lay into him. We didn't talk about Chirac, by the way, the one that played, well, we probably weren't listening to it, were we? So no, we, we did listen to it, because, um, because it was great. What? No, I did. Yeah, National Bass Husband and Wife Pop Rock Band. We oh, did you it did? Before, yeah, yeah, it was good. Yeah. You liked it? I quite like that, yeah. You said what it sounded a bit like Shania Twain. Oh, you oh, did, I actually. Yeah. You did. What about Mark, uh, Mark Hole? What about him? Well, should we play a song from him? We could do. So, Mark Hole, one of the UK's most prolific singer-songwriters, is releasing his debut single, Torture Garden, 
Mark Hole has already been described by media and celebrities as a musical cocktail of Rufus Wainwright, Robbie Williams, Ben Folds and Jeff Buckley all fused into one. The track has received critical acclaim following Mark's live performance on Clive Anderson's BBC Radio 4 show, Loose Ends. You can catch him on a 20-day UK tour from the 28th of October to the 8th of November. You can, and this is a bit of uh, a Mark Hole now. so wonderful I am just awful Cause my love Is just not what you're looking for I'll open up the darkness So you cannot recognize A different kind of man You'll be pleasantly surprised With the love of what you want I will be the guy Who thinks of you before himself wanna see you cause I know it's not allowed you are the best thing in whatever happens now I won't wait for your call if any call at all I would be happy to hear your voice because I can't try any more of it your love breaks my Just we just get on with it With the world in the corner I will still adore you as before We were in love with the torture Broken in a garden of war And then she says You are so wonderful I am just all Cause my love is just not what you're looking for But you know I won't forget you even if I got a little old I find out where you live and leave a rose in the road Even if you were to stop me, you could never stop this kind of love
What do you reckon then, Paul? That's good. Like his voice, that's really soulful. I like the build. The strings are brilliant as well behind that. I think that gives it a lot of atmosphere. And you likened it to somebody. So, I think, uh, in, in the clip I read out, he's been likened to Rufus, uh, Wainwright. And I can, uh, I can see that in there. I can see that. It was Rufus Wainwright who did, probably most famously, the Shrek. Hallelujah was his, wasn't it, Rufus? Oh, yeah. It was, um, wasn't it? Yeah, like his voice. Good stuff. Very much enjoyed that. I shall be listening to that again. Nice bit of piano in the background there. Very solemn and, and, and melodic. We, we, we should do something like that. We've we got to do something, mate, We need to, don't we? We've really? got to do because we're both incredibly talented musicians. Well, you are. Um, thank you very much. Oh. oh, I love you. I love you. I love <laughs> you. you. What's he doing? Uh, yeah, no, you're good as well. Sorry. <laughs> I wonder what the hand movement meant. I thought you were saying keep talking. <laughs> no, Sorry. But no, you are <laughs> a brilliant. We had a great... We <laughs> wind it up. Wind it up. <laughs> we came around here a couple of weeks ago and had some brilliant fun. We had a sesh, didn't we? Andy playing his piano and it just took me back... When he was a little girl. To those Aww. bad old days when you used to lock me in a room and say, I'm going to play the piano for an hour and you're not leaving until I finished. Yeah, I did. I did. Anyway, can I just say... I... fish heads in a bucket. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. You can get them in Sweden. You can. I wonder if they're listening. We haven't had anything we from are. Swedish they fan are. club. They are. I'm sure they are. No, anyway. they are. Oh, are they? How do you know? It says, hi, peeps. Hey. That's Begita. Hey, hi, peeps. As a response uh, to Paul's request concerning help. Paul, you, fi- you fit right in with the rest of the lovely bunch. Greetings from Sweden. Brigitte. What, what, does, what does that mean? Don't know. <laughs> what do you mean I fit right in with the rest of the bunch? <laughs> don't know. We I should think I am a coconut. Well, exactly. We should play our jingle very quickly, shall we? Hey, this is Brigitte. I sit in Stockholm and this is 7FM, the best breakfast show in the world. Oh, she's got a nice voice. Tack så mycket, Brigitte. Oh, very, very... Can I say sexy or is that wrong? Uh, no, don't say that. Why? Too late. Because... <laughs> <laughs> well, she no. has. Yeah, go on. She has said. gone a very sexy. Has, but you yeah. have Brigitte. I'm sorry. Yeah. You have. Yeah. She had a sore throat that day. Oh, I see. That's right. <laughs> so she normally yeah. talks like a bloke. Yeah. <laughs> what, Dave? <laughs> yeah, that's how she normally. All right, lads. All right. <laughs> Can I just say before mm. I forget? Go on, then. We have a new listener this morning. Fantastic. Allegedly, yes. Our old friend Simon Graves. Graves. No way. Not him. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> His wife, who I haven't spoken to for ages and ages, phoned me last night and we had a chat and she said. I will tune in. So if she's worked out to use a computer, yeah, then she'll be tuning in. So this is Paula, or Pants Off Paula, as we used to call her. <laughs> do, I, um, do I know Paula? You probably don't. She's lovely. I w- um, I'm sure I would if, I, if that was her nickname. She was telling me all about the strange things that have happened to her body since she's got older. Think, <laughs> things growing, hair growing in strange places. We had a very strange conversation. She said, can you mention this on air tomorrow? I said, I probably don't think so. Oh, really? Suffice to say, she's been thinking about a holiday in Brazil. <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> Matt is with me. Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> or not. So we had a great... <laughs> and uh, Anyway, we're arran- we've arranged a date to go out, and we wondered if you and your lovely wife might my like wife. to... My wife. <laughs> <laughs> we wondered if you and your lovely wife might like to give them a lift there because they have got a taxi. <laughs> Do you mean Karen? No. Yeah. <laughs> and Karen, if she wants to go as well. <laughs> no, we thought we, you, you might want to come out and, yes, have, a, and, I have, do. A, and have a drink and meet up with oh, Simon oh, for oh. the old days. Oi, oi, me. Simon was well known. We He used to swear a lot and, and still does, actually. And once... F- and Jeff and his Barry says. Somebody counted the number of swear words in a minute that he said, effing and jeffing is anti And it was something ridiculous. It was like about 34 times he swore, <laughs> in, just in a normal <laughs> sentence about nothing offensive or, you know. I have got the tape. Oh. I'm going to find the tape. There is no way you can this week any of oh, that not on really, air. no. Well, you could bleep it You could it bleep out. it. Yeah, well, let's do it because we were 16. I've got a video, an audio tape of me, him and Simon, 16, 
in a bedroom in Colton Road. <laughs> having a sleepover. Sleep, having a sleepover. <laughs> and I taped it. It's got trouble written all over it, hasn't it? It's got trouble written all over it. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I just remember putting that song on. I mean, no one else will find this funny and boring, no, but no. we basically put this song on and it was doo doo doo. And he just it was, like a, going, it was like a Latin American song. It was on the radio in the middle yeah. of the night, he switched it on. Oh, 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 oh. I'm in a dancing mood. <laughs> you had to be there. You had to be there. Yeah. And then what I was trying to do was scare them, but what I always used to do is end up scaring my staff. <laughs> so I wouldn't go to the toilet unless one of them came out and sat on the stairs. You know. <laughs> but we don't talk about nothing's that. Changed. <laughs> nothing, nothing's changed. Nothing's changed at all, really. Oh, dear. Yeah. Oh, love, no. So there you go. So, yes. Paula, if you're listening, there you go. I managed to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not going to go into the background of it, but uh, yeah, p- pants off, Paula. Pants off, called. Paula. What a lovely name it is. <laughs> I know. I'm painting her out to be a classy bird, aren't I? It's definitely, definitely, yeah. definitely. <laughs> we'll play another quick song now. Um, or should we play the song to go out? We'll play the song to go out instead. It's a bit of sneaker pimps, actually. Sorry, we're playing the song to go out. Yeah, to go out. To go out of the. Go out. Oh, to go out. I thought you wanted to put the record on. And I have to leave the room. Oh well, you can. I mean, I'm. But we got we got twelve minutes left. Yeah. So should we play two songs then? We're well, playing. <laughs> this is <laughs> all very radical. Well, I tell you what. Let's play a bit of Eliza Doolittle. Yeah. Do, do we give the impression that none of this is planned? It's, well, hang on. I've got a look. That's my script. He has got a script. Yeah. My name is Paul. <laughs> Barry oh. is a. F- I can't read that. Can't what read did you write that, that down? For? I don't know.
at the end confuses me that's because a Lily Allen style it definitely it? is yeah. it's a bit like Oriana yeah absolutely did you like that Emily yeah what did you think of it it was really good what bit did you like best um not sure okay we put you on the spot there we have a new presenter we do we Emily the Clark cl- the talented section of the Clark family are here. yes <laughs> we do don't we well, I get worried when your daughter comes. She always looks at me in some strange, like, what an idiot face. <laughs> I can't believe <laughs> she says, oh, I wonder idiot. how you'd be so ugly with anyone head. <laughs> That's just the expression I haven't heard for a long time. Yeah, it's yours as well. That I was, felt, your, I felt as was guilty. your joke. I felt as guilty as a vicar with a... <laughs> well, that was... <laughs> that yeah, well. I do. But that was your joke, and I nick it. The huh? one about the, uh, can you be so ugly with anyone head? Yeah, <laughs> that was yours. I <laughs> use that all the time. Face like a melted willy. That's the one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you've heard it first on 7FM, as you might say. So what are you doing today, Em? Swimming? No. Just adjusting a microphone. <laughs> trying to eat the, the um, microphone. Oh, 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 oh my god. We're going to Natalad. Oh. And oh. we're getting um some um like some trick or treat and um, well we're gonna get my it's a bit early, Halloween isn't it? costume. Oh god, a long winter nights must fly bone your eyes. When's Halloween? Is that in October? End of October, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, if you buy sweets now, you'll, they'll never last a month. No, you'll not eat them sweets. all. Not in here, they won't. Oh. Clothes. Clothes. Yeah, well. Ah. Matt Land's a clothes shop, Paul. What <laughs> I thought, oh, when he said think, okay, all right. Thank you. I think Kate is going to be Michael Jackson from Thriller this year because she's doing it for her competition next week at um, a skate competition. Are you all right, Andy? Sorry, I was doing a Michael Jackson impression. What are you going to dress as, Em? Um, either a gothic bride or a vampire. Gothic bride? Well, your dad's got some of those clothes in his wardrobe. I have, but I don't like to talk about buy it. Them. Them. Quite literally, mate. Do what I mean. Certainly do, mate. Let's <laughs> <laughs> rock. Or a vampire. <laughs> or a vampire. I want to suck your blood. I am the count because I like to count. One, ah, two, ah, ah. Three. What was that from? You've been doing that Sesame since Street. 1982. I oh, yeah. have. This is this is like a <laughs> whoa, renaissance. Not renaissance. Yeah, a reunion. That's the one. <laughs> uh, yeah, I did. I have, haven't I? Yeah, that's true. I used to love Sesame Street. I know. When I was a little girl. <laughs> Do you remember the really weird one? They go one, and then it was like um, go pinball the... machines and all oh, different stuff. Oh, yeah. I don't get that. No, yeah, it was really psychedelic. It was really psychedelic, wasn't it? It was, was a good It was a good programme, Sesame Street. Have you ever watched it, Emily? Grover. No, I don't think so. I like the Swedish chef. Was oh, that yeah. Muppets? That was the Muppets. Yeah. Oh, he's Tarkovsky. Oh, we played the Swedish Chef last week, we didn't, did, we? didn't we? Yeah, we did. Grinch? Not a Grinch. What was he called in the bin? The Os- what? Oscar, the visible one in the bin. The Grouch. Not Animal. No, oh, no. Ah! That, was, that was the drummer. There was there was a Muppet that lived in the bin. Yeah, yeah. you're right. I he don't know. He was green and he was really miserable yeah. and moaning. What about Fuzzy Bear? 
It's not bad, actually. Well, Kermit the Frog and Miss Piggy, come here, my little darling. That is good. Is it? I'll give you that. Okay. No, it's not really. I am Kermit the Frog. I oh, should have shut up. He won't stop now. <laughs> what can I say? Don't my Kermit the Frog language. Every week now we'll get Kermit the Frog. You'll think here he's clever. I am sitting on a stair. Your daughter's looking extremely worried. <laughs> <laughs> Scary. Em, check your birth certificate. I don't think he's anything to do with you, really. <laughs> no, definitely. I'm much prettier. <laughs> okay, so it's only, uh, we've only got a few minutes to go. Aww. Four minutes. Are we all back next week? I yes, so. please. Uh, do you think so? Yes, I please. So. Oh, no, I'm in Bolton. Oh, oh. why? <laughs> oh, like. I'm in Bolton. Bolton like. Oh, oh, we got Buzz back. When's Pete coming back? Well, we'll, we'll have to get a Pete in the next few weeks while you're up at Bolton. Yeah. We're hoping as well, aren't we? We're hoping we might have somebody from another country here in a couple of weeks, but we better not say too much in case it doesn't come off. Is it B or V? It's V. V. Fingers crossed. V. Great programme, that. It will be. Well, it's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from him. And it's goodbye from Paul. And? Emily. Me. What do you have to say? (laughs) Goodbye. From? You. Yay.
Blaster and around the world at 7fm.com.